have entered the village of Wind Point, Wisconsin, and we are currently looking for the Wind Point Lighthouse, a historic lighthouse built in 1880. And I'm just kind of hoping we're going to see it. Dom, any sign of the Wind Point Lighthouse? No, and there's no sign of water either. Who said that we need water? Well, lighthouse equals water. Where'd you read that? What's that over there? Uh, to our left. The house. Beyond the house. I don't know, we passed the house. Uh, now there's just some bushes. There's totally water. Don't you see it? Lies. Okay, we are closing in on something. I feel it. Oh my god, there it is! Aunt Nicole, want to hear a poem? Uh, do I have a choice? <clears throat> Lighthouse keepers have it easy. All year round their homes are breezy. Noises don't disturb their labors, for they don't have any neighbors. They don't need baskets for old papers, orange peels or gaskets. Just one careless motion and the trash drops in the ocean. They don't need nine holes or twenty. They get exercise aplenty. Each trip up the spiral stairway equals three around the fairway. When I am old and won't need pity, I shall leave the silly city. Climb a lighthouse, bar the door, and trim my wicks forevermore. Oh, I'm speechless. Did you write that? It was written by Captain Turner of the Great Duck Island Lighthouse. I'm his ninth biggest fan. Okay. What does trim my wicks forevermore mean? It refers to the chosen life of peaceful solitude enjoyed by lighthouse keepers, of course. Pretty impressive analysis. But it still seems like a weird choice of a poem to read at the National Podcast Day party. How many times do I have to tell you? It's not National Podcast Day, it's National Lighthouse Day. Welcome to National Podcast Day, a podcast celebrating national days at this uncertain time to be alive. I'm your host, Nicole. And I'm your other host, Dominic. And today is August 7th, National Lighthouse Day. So we are live at the Wind Point Lighthouse in Wind Point, Wisconsin, near Racine, Wisconsin, which to people who don't know is near it's Milwaukee. Near, it's near something that's near something. Racine is the Kringle capital of the world. Did you know that? Kringle? Kringle. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Dominic, how excited are you about lighthouses? They're pretty cool. How many lighthouses have you seen before? Um. Well, about three or four. How excited are you about this lighthouse? How does it compare? I don't know. It seems like I like the black and white because the other ones I've been to were like limestone with no paint. And they were kind of like jagged. Well, yeah, describe... This is like smooth and painted. It's pretty well kept up. They have a pretty active lighthouse association, it would seem. Yeah. Other cool thing about this lighthouse is that it still has lighthouse keepers. There's a couple that maintain the lighthouse. They don't have to light it anymore. But They're dedicated. They, super dedicated. They like keep it clean and stuff. They're members of the Coast Guard. Really? Yeah. So how cool of job would it be to be a lighthouse keeper or a lighthouse keeper's son? Well, I mean, waking up, this is an amazing view. 
Yeah, tell people what we're seeing out here. Um, it's a lot of gray. When we were walking up, um, it looked like a wall because there's so much gray water and then there's a little bit of blue water. Mm -hmm. But it's really cool. It's not polluted, but it's just, it just looks amazing. What body of water is this? It's Lake Michigan. Yeah, Lake Michigan, you're right. Yeah, and you can see like, you sometimes you can't tell if it's a boat, but most of them are boats. Like the specks you see on the horizon line, like two are bobbers and the rest are boats. Yeah, but that's not the horizon line. That's like 30 feet away. <laughs> 30 feet, but yeah. Anything else you want to tell people about this lighthouse? Um, or the lighthouse experience? Yeah, it's one of the oldest and tallest lighthouses. It's 108 feet tall, and it's from 1880. I think that was kind of like the golden age of the lighthouse building. Also, you may be able to see the pictures I took on our National Podcast Day newsletter, so go check that out. And our Instagram. Yeah. Really good photos. Some good videos of the water, too. Uh, yeah, I slip on a rock. And now, a word from our sponsor. Lighthouses, lighthouses, lighthouses. Why not own one yourself? Or buy one as a gift for mom, dad, little Susie, or even your pet dog Rex can get in on the action. They don't just guide ships to shore anymore, brother. Scare away roaches, attract moths, blind your friends. Why, is there anything they can't do? So buy one now. Now! Now! Paid for by the Association of Disgruntled Seamen. This is National Podcast Day, back in our home studio, and we have returned from our trip to the Windpoint Lighthouse and wanted to share some more general facts we found out about lighthouses. So, this is from the National Lighthouse Association website, and the first lighthouse in the United States was in Boston on Little Brewster Island, and it was built in 1716. All right, Dom, what else do we know about lighthouses? Um... When the nation was became independent in 1776, there were 12 lighthouses throughout the whole country. So the state with the most lighthouses is Michigan. I think that's still true. What else did we learn? How many lighthouses are in there in the U.S. now? There are 700 currently, which is a lot compared to 1776. And it's also a lot compared to carousels. Yeah, there's only 400. We have to spend a while trying to find out how many carousels are in. Yeah, hopefully other listeners uh, remember that from our previous episodes. Also, this I thought was super cool. The Statue of Liberty is a lighthouse. Or at least considered a lighthouse. I think if it says it is, it is, right? Um, well, when I look at the Statue of Liberty, I don't think a lighthouse. So the thing that we found the most fascinating about lighthouses were actually the lighthouse keepers. It's yeah. Just a fascinating life, you know? So it says that lighthouse keepers were paid a lower middle class wage, and George Worthy Lake, who was the nation's first lighthouse keeper, uh, was paid $250 a year, which that, by today's standards would be the equivalent of $16,000. That's decent. It's not, that's enough to live on. That's like poverty wages. I don't know where. What standard that's lower middle class? Mm. Well, I guess your room and board is taken care of, right? Yeah. Is your food? 
I don't know. It's a really short commute. You also live right on the ocean, so you can probably just eat a ton of fish. If you can ever leave the lighthouse. (laughs) (laughs) It's rough. You could get a really long fishing pole and fish from the top of it. So when we were at the Windpoint Lighthouse, uh, which, by the way, was a really pretty lighthouse, right? Yeah, they did some good landscaping, and the rocks were pretty. Yeah. Uh, Dominic was able to get his hands on an official lighthouse keeper job description from the late 19th century when the lighthouse came about. Dom, how did you find this? Um, well, I found this nice guy, and we started talking, and I it was pretty charming, apparently. And bang, boop, bah, geek, and I ended out with this. Wow, I thought the museum was closed due to the coronavirus. I have charms. Beyond my wildest imagination, apparently. Indeed. All right, so Dom, do you want to read the lighthouse keeper job description that you found? Sure. These are the bare bone requirements. Um, you have to see in the dark pretty well. You have to be introverted. You have to have a high tolerance to pain. You have to not mind bland food. You lo- you have to love keeping a diary or like docking journal. Logbook, they called it. Yeah, whatever. You have to be okay with not seeing your family for years at a time. Or preferably just not have a family. Yeah, either way, it's fine. You have to have a degree in poetry, or at least that's preferred, but not all of our lighthouse keepers have a degree. Um, You have to sleep on the left side of the bed. That's just, everyone knows that. Of course. Um, you have to be fluent in the language of gloob glob gloob glob, the un fish a language for fish. Um, you also have to have insomnia plus. Insomnia is a plus. Insomnia is a plus. Sounds like a pretty high bar to set for somebody. You know, whoever wrote that, and then whoever put in the museum... They didn't have good handwriting, so it's hard to read. Yeah, that was definitely rough. Well, this has been another episode of National Podcast Day, and this one is dedicated to two lighthouse lovers in our lives, which are our Aunt Biche and our late great Uncle Mike. So thanks so much for listening, and... Happy National Lighthouse Day! songs about lighthouses ever made. Fair enough. Till every wave is warm and bright, my soul is there beside you. Let this candle guide you 
Soon you'll see a golden stream of light.